0: Michigan State University has announced the appointment of Monica Ramirez-Montague as director of the Eli and Edith Broad Art Museum, commonly known as the MSU Broad. She currently serves as the director of the Newcomb Art Museum at Tulane University in New Orleans and will assume her new role at the MSU Broad on July 1st. Ramirez-Montague brings nearly 20 years of arts and culture experience to the MSU Broad, in addition to her background as a trained architect, throughout her extensive career, her approach to art is known for being both publicly engaged and socially conscious. And Monica, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, Ross. Thank you for having me.
0: And welcome to MSU. How does it feel to be a Spartan now?
1: Oh, it feels great. Go green, go white. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what attracted you to this position at MSU?
1: Well, I mean, I think the MSU Broad um, has a tremendous reputation in the art world. The contemporary art programs that they do are absolutely top-notch. It's a very talented staff, very professional. And I was actually at MSU giving a talk on another exhibition uh, at the other MSU museum. And I visited the Broad um, knowing that the position was open. And I was just so impressed with the staff with the with the programs with the building and the day that I visited uh there was I believe a marathon of drawing there was a very important education program and it was just packed with people drawing around the outside of the museum visiting inside it was very vibrant and so i thought that it was just like a fantastic place to throw my hat into the ring
0: give us a little bit of your career path toward msu
1: well i mean i am trained as an architect i i am uh, i studied in mexico city architecture and then i got a masters and a phd degree in Barcelona in Spain but the PhD while it's a degree on theory and history of architecture I actually was already keen on working on contemporary art museums so it was more focused on the work of an artist that just uh, analyzed his name was Marcel Brotas, and he would just analyze museums from a very critical point of view. So um, I went to New York, got a couple of internships at different institutions. I worked at the, for example, the Price Tower uh, in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, which is Frank Lloyd Wright's um, only, I believe, um, skyscraper. And from there, and worked with Saha Hadid doing a design for the building. It was the 50th anniversary of the Price Tower during my tenure there. And we worked with Saha's staff to design an exhibition uh, explaining the relevance of this Frank Lloyd Wright building. And so that's how I got to meet the Zaha Hadid staff. And I think that relationship probably gave me enough gravitas to then be hired at the Guggenheim Museum as the assistant curator for architecture and design. And my first project there was to organize Zaha Hadid's retrospective. Uh, And soon after that, I was able to work with a very talented uh, Taiwanese artist Tsai Guo-Chang on a contemporary art exhibition, and then I started organizing the um, anniversary for the Frank Lloyd Wright Guggenheim Building. At the moment when I left, for the Aldrich Museum, which was in Connecticut, and it's just a tremendous jewel of a museum. They focus on finding talent and giving a lot of contemporary artists their first museum exhibition. So they're very hands-on at finding talent and then uh, accompanying artists through the process of doing their first challenging museum exhibition. So that was a lot of fun. From there, I went to be the senior curator at the San Jose Museum of Art in San Jose, California. And I learned a lot from the art and the artists in the other coast of the United States And from there, I was recruited, actually, by Tulane University to come to the south and um, work with their museum to elevate the profile and to engage the on-campus and off-campus communities. And so while, uh, and, and now I also got recruited by MSU to come to the Broad and continue the extraordinary contemporary art exhibitions they are already doing but explore the possibilities of engaging the on-campus community through cross-disciplinary exhibitions and also engage the off-campus community and really get to know our our community partners, our regional artists, and develop exhibitions that will bring both communities into the museum to have civic dialogues and learn together through the arts. So that's a little bit kind of the the pitch that I did to the search committee, and I guess they like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and Monica, you mentioned Zaha Hadid, who many who are joining in on our conversation know, designed the Broad Art Museum. I assume that was part of your attraction to coming to the museum.
1: It was, it was, but of course uh, it, was, um, it was certainly to have a just fantastic vessel that will just add layers of meaning to the uh, programmatic activities inside the building um, is just a tremendous asset. I saw that play out at the Price Tower in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, as well as the Guggenheim. And being trained as an architect, I think it affords me this perspective on Understanding the building and bringing all those narratives, those stories that are already embedded in the walls of the building, and how can you leverage those to make uh, to contribute to the exhibitions as opposed to finding it to be an obstacle? I actually find it a tremendous asset, and um, and that was the same case at the Guggenheim Museum. I just loved having such a complex and dynamic and layered venue to be able to work with to develop exhibitions so it was but it was one part of it it's like a several fold kind of interest and in the broad and it was the already well-established museum the already talented and professional staff um and and yes a building to and what I found in general was that there's a lot of potential that the museum is doing already very well but there's a lot of potential and one aspect of that potential that is crystal clear to me is to engage further with the museum and, and convey the story that that um made it what it is today. Saha is a storyteller. Like you can actually um read what what Saha intended to say through her buildings. And so I think um it would be worth exploring that um, and making it be very available and accessible so that it becomes part of our popular imaginary of what is East Lansing.
0: This is MSU Today. I'm speaking with the new director of the Broad Museum at MSU. It's Monica Ramirez Montague, and she will begin officially on July 1st. And, and Monica, can you just discuss a little bit. I know you're just getting started, but some of your short and longer term goals for the Broad.
1: Yes. Well, when I interviewed the Broad, I had a series of short term goals that I've had to actually throw out the window, (laughs) but that's okay. The short term, of course, as anyone in the world today is just uh, staying on top of current news and current developments and see what our reality will be in short, middle and long term. So being flexible and adapting to that new reality. But short term goals are, of course, getting to know the staff getting to know faculty community stakeholders and getting a sense of the capacity of the institution and kind of like what what are the strengths and weaknesses and start mapping it out that would be the short-term goal and long-term goal will be start working to develop exhibitions that Start working with the museum overall uh, as a, as a program, and make sure that at all given moment we are furthering the field of art with the tremendous expertise and scholarship that a university museum embodies. But also d- develop programs that will be reflecting the concerns that are impacting our immediate communities. And what does that mean? For example, what we've done here at the Newcomb Art Museum in Louisiana, we know that Louisiana is known as a prison capital of the world. We incarcerate most people per capita than any other place and so we did an exhibition just trying to understand why that was and that brought in the community of directly impacted folks that brought in a lot of faculty members that from their own disciplines they were studying these same, these same issues it brought in a lot of local artists that we commissioned to do works that would uh, tell the story of formerly incarcerated folks And directly impacted individuals. So that's the kind of programs that I mean by when I say community engagement is like, what are the big obstacles that are precluding us all to move forward together as a community of people that care for each other and start, start just uh, telling those stories and see why, why is this happening and, and get better informed through the arts of, uh, of what's impacting our our neighbors and ourselves
0: and Monica, what would you say are some of the challenges in in reaching your goals as well as some of the opportunities and of course specifically in this covid nineteen age
1: right, I mean the challenges are just really getting getting out there and, and meeting with people i mean the the key factor for community for building community is really the in-person meetings and building those trusts and those relationships that are going to going to get us through um, the the difficult discussions that we may have between institution and community and how do we actually work together to represent everyone's best interests. And a lot of those conversations have to take place in person. So that will be challenging. But that said, you know, we've all been using Zoom. And uh, while it's not the, uh, the same experience, of course, it is yet still meaningful. And so I think we're, we're happy to have these video conferencing technology tools in hand to develop that and i think the the biggest challenge will probably be the notion that a contemporary art museum can embrace community issues through the arts. It's not something that um, is the first thing we think of when we say contemporary art, we never think like, we're gonna go learn about our neighbors or ourselves through contemporary art. So it would be, it's a challenge of what people already think contemporary art is to what we will be delivering. Um, But I think it's a matter of just letting folks visit these exhibitions and get to understand and learn on their own, you know, this is kind of like a, a different way of delivering contemporary art. And also, I think it will be a little bit challenging for the the staff um and not in terms of of a negativity, but it's just a very different way of approaching a curatorial project when we put our community at the center of all our decisions so it's not challenging; it's, it's challenging for everyone uh at the table trying to figure out something that has never been done before where we all sit down and say, "How are we going to address you know a farmer's crisis or you know um The industrial complex um, crisis, you know, it's um, because for the museum, these are programs, these are exhibitions, but with the folks that we are telling their stories for the directly impacted community, it is their life. And they are very careful, and rightly so, on how we might be presenting their stories uh because it's it's not a it's not a project for them it's it's their own livelihood that we're discussing so it's those kinds of challenges that i think um might be coming up but by the same token those are the challenges that we need to be having and from which we will be learning the most of and we will they will shape us as individuals and they will shape our institutions so in the end it's all good but it is a very it's a, a labor of emotion and it's a labor of love and it's a labor of compassion and empathy and understanding and listening um, that that needs to be uh, activated at every single meeting, at every single step of these community-engaged programs.
0: Well, Monica, it's great to meet you virtually as we practice our social distancing, and hopefully you will be able to physically come on July 1st when you officially become the Executive Director of the Bro. Just some final thoughts you'd like to leave the audience with uh, as you get your uh, time at MSU started.
1: Yes. Well, I just want to thank everyone for the very warm welcome. I've been receiving a lot of emails from some folks that I've met during, during my visits there, but, um, Several folks that I have never met that just are sharing their enthusiasm for for this new chapter in the life of the museum. So I just want to thank everyone for the very warm welcoming and that I am like so excited to join the community and to roll my sleeves up and get going. And it's unfortunate that I need to wait until July or or a little bit longer, but I'm excited and I just can't wait. So thank
0: you. Congratulations again, Monica, and welcome to uh, MSU Go Green.
1: Go green. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's Monica Ramirez Montague, the brand new executive director of the Eli and Edith Broad Art Museum at Michigan State University. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.